What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Crossplay, the video game podcast over here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, June 12th, 2021. This is episode 75. Coming up on today's show, E3 has begun, my friends. So we're going to be talking about all of that stuff. So many things. It's very overwhelming. It's very intense. And there's still more to come. But we'll get to all of that in a bit. My name is Gino Viteri, and I am joined by Kyle Springer. What's up, Kyle? What up, dude? I uh, What's got up? On, What's up? on camera here in this pink shirt, and I had, like, pink lights on and stuff, and it was just way too much pink. It was like, whoa, yeah. what is going yeah. on? So I had to, like, yeah. quick change Salmon. my outfit there. Yeah. Salmon. You were salmon <laughs> colored. I Ignacio Ross is salmon. also joining us. Yo. What's up, Ignacio? All good, all good over here. So we're, we're all wearing jackets. Jacket game. We're all wearing jackets. I guess. What is that? What the heck it's are you wearing? Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I I thought you had short <laughs> sleeves and then you had a long sleeve under. It looked oh. like short sleeves and a long sleeve under. No. That's so weird. Oh, that's an interesting hoodie, huh? Look at that. Yeah, there you go. Cool. I right. my, my, my silver spaceman uh, Tim Gettys j- jacket. With my NASA yeah. hat to 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 say that I I, I am truly a space man. So you, know. you are yes. the rocket man. Yeah, you are the rocket man. I am the rocket man. You should be wearing your uh, your PlayStation uh, sweater uh, since yeah. uh, since they're not around. You know what I mean? Maybe you I, could just sure. show that as like a little as like a little little tease. What Coming is this? You, is this Coke that you drink, Ignacio? Always you're always drinking Coke. What is it? ZC, CZ, Cubic yeah. Zirconia. Oh, Coke Zero. Oh, Zero, yeah. Oh, I was like, whoa, what is that? Some sort of soda from Chile? No, I've never heard of that. Coke Zero, man. So, um, I want to talk about our general, before we get into, because we're going to get into every single show, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll mention like little things from them. We don't have to go deeply into detail because it's not a bunch of stuff that there's a lot of stuff that we're interested in but a lot of stuff that we're also not really interested in and mm-hmm. as well um but i want to get general thoughts on this started thursday correct with the summer games fest so game from fest thursday up until now we're recording at 6 p.m on saturday 6 p.m eastern <laughs> so, so by the time you're listening to this a3 is over yeah, but I'm listening to it. E3 is over. It's <laughs> barely uh, started now. It's for you, it will be over. Uh, and then you. later this upcoming Saturday that you're listening to this, we will talk about the bigger stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Probably poorly scheduled on our part, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess well, it's, we can it's, do it. it's it's one of those things that no matter what day you put a podcast on, there's always yeah. gonna like if we if we recorded this sooner and released it mm-hmm. sooner, it would just mean there would be more to do next time. In the, yeah. The, yeah. In the, you know, so especially just, in a time like this, yeah, something's happening win. every second of every day yeah. so far. Yeah, you uh, basically so, have to do the kind of funny model of doing it every day. Yeah. Uh, or that, yeah. Yeah. So general patreon.com. If you guys can support us and give us enough money, we can do that. We can cover it like that instead of uh every single day like two or three podcasts and that's it. Yeah, I could leave my day job finally, you know. Right, exactly. (laughs) Finally. So I guess I guess I could go uh, I'll start about like my general thoughts so far. I enjoyed the way that it started. 
first of all. I think it had a, we had a general strong start mm-hmm. with uh, Jeff Keighley's kickoff. Yeah. Um, which, Ignacio, I just want to uh, shove it into your mouth right now. Uh, shut up about that being a, 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 a what is it? What do you call it? A, a glorified, glorified Google calendar. No. Without kickoff, we wouldn't have gotten any of that stuff, dude. He made all that happen. I'm telling you right now. I that's why this year I always said not considering the kickoff. If we consider <laughs> the trying to be like thing, I said, no, I've, I've said I've said it before. Is kickoff? Of course, I have to admit, kickoff was more than what I expected. Uh, he definitely had a, a lot of yeah. announcements, and I thought that it overall it was a solid show. But yeah, if we if we go into the rest where. Uh, yeah, he even said it by the end. Like, hey, we also have uh, Ubisoft as a part of it, as, and Microsoft as a part of uh, yeah. Summer Game Fest. And I'm like, yeah. the, the most is that you get to say that. That's the most that it is a part of it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, overall, that was a solid start. I had to admit that I haven't really watched any of the press conferences mm-hmm. since then Slack because it. I've been busy. I've been Slack busy. It. That's the thing Drinking about it because it was zero playing four. It was. It was on Thursday, like, at, for me, I think it was, what, 2 p.m. Eastern? So I was still at work. And I feel like a lot of people were still at work, like, on I Thursday. Was at, at that, I was making time. lunch. So, I was making lunch. So, yeah, I feel like I missed a lot, and uh, I ended up watching most of the conference after it already happened. But I fortunately, uh, we'll get into this later, but the big reveal at the end, I, I watched that live. Fortunately, and even I though I'm not fully interested in that, like it's still cool to see finally uh, a reveal like that, especially you know in the beginning of this whole thing. It's really cool yeah. that we're getting big hitters like that, and yeah. it's sort of kind of gone a little bit uh, downhill from there so far. So I hope I, I'm hoping Sunday, not, watched, not really downhill, but like but it hasn't been as strong everything? as it started. You know, have you watched everything in Europe? Not everything. Not not. Con- like not at, at most fully I know focused that the, on everything i jumped in for a bit for kind of finding his reaction to the coke media thing <laughs> and that was we'll a get into that. That, we'll get into that that was that a low was, point for sure yeah. uh but yeah i haven't watched any of the other ones so i don't know what their quality is i i watched i might I have been most of the ubi i watched Someone most of the ubisoft do all the work <laughs> you are the captain I watched, I think, most of the Ubisoft one, and I think that it, that one's fine. It is yeah. the same quality of the other ones, so... I a, nice don't know little, a nice little way at the end with uh, Avatar, which I thought was pretty cool. I haven't you? watched the end, they did that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see the last part, the end with Avatar? Wow, Ignacio, no, look at you. Kyle, they so you, seen, you, said, you, see, you said that you've seen all of them. So what do, yes. what do you think so far? What's, what are your uh, general thoughts so far? I thought the kickoff was wonderful. Uh, I think most people have kind of been saying the same Holy thing. Holy shit, they, they did. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. With a date, uh, too. Not a, a, a year. So the kickoff was a little bit front-loaded and a little bit back-loaded, but you kind of have to do it that way, to be honest, because you have to get That's people true. in in the door at the start, make them watch, and then tease them that, hey, something at the end is still c- c- coming. And then, yeah, in the middle, uh, maybe not as much exciting stuff, but uh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was actually paced really, really well. 
uh, nothing was too long. I might not have been interested in all of this stuff, but at least it wasn't stuck on like one thing. It kept moving, uh, and I felt that was really, really good. Um, jumping ahead to the like actual E3 stuff, uh, I really like the set that they're working on. Uh, oh, yeah, super nice. I, I haven't watched that either. I enjoyed the pre-show. That felt great. There were no announcements and stuff. I don't like it when they do all these announcements in the pre-show. That seems dumb to me. Like, why would you announce things and say it's a pre-show? Like, that is then yeah. a part of the show. Um, but it felt it felt like a like a sports uh, like pre-show where they were actually talking about the event the schedule what they're looking forward to like it felt it felt really neat and i kind of like it i like it a yeah. lot um so yeah i'm excited to see what they do with the rest of it so cool 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 yeah it's uh it's uh we're still by the time we're recording this we have not seen microsoft we have not seen square enix square square enix um we're missing a lot still sunday's a big a big day so we will get to that when we get to that but for now my friends we should get into what we've been playing (laughs) because there have been some heavy heaters coming out this week yeah uh i can go first if you guys want go ahead cool um yeah so i've been playing two games uh stonefly and ratchet and clank uh ratchet and clank i've really only played the first like hour and a half to two hours um so i'm not super far in yet but i'm hoping to get into more of that like tonight and tomorrow and stuff like that it just also thinks that it's like right when e3 (laughs) came out and i will kind of watch all of the showcases and stuff like that too uh but man i'm loving it i'm enjoying it it looks beautiful uh and so far what i felt with the haptics have been incredible uh the the there's a scene when you go into a club uh and just to feel it in the controller was just like yo this is so cool (laughs) this is amazing um but beyond that that's really all i have to say with that since i haven't really gotten far in uh but i'm looking forward to playing more uh, and Stonefly, this is the game by Flight School Studios, I believe is their name. Uh, they were the ones that made Creature in the Well. Uh, and this is the game that Belinda Garcia helped to write on. I, I picked Random that one, one up. Yeah. Um, and I, I've I played, I want to say like two thirds to maybe three fourths of the game. I haven't beaten it yet, but it's pretty short. It's a really, really interesting one. I like it. It's just just shy of it being really great. Um, I, 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 I would be interested to see if they do a sequel and what they improve on. Uh, you are this character that uh, has this mech that basically looks like an insect. That's like the, the, they, they make all their mechs to look like in, insects. And the world they live in I guess is ginormous. I'm not sure, sure if they're small or the world they live in is really big, but you're walking around on trees and leaves and branches and all that stuff. So you just look like well, this no, small insect. Insects, 
Like they are small insects, no? I mean, like they're small in the real world, small. right? Yeah. But that's the thing. I, I don't know if those characters are small in that real world. Oh, there's, pe- or if there's they people. Or like my size. Oh, yeah, okay. I yeah. see what you mean. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the story follows this girl who is actually trying to get her father's prized mech back. She took it out uh, to uh, get something for him, c- came back home and forgot to lock it up at, at night and it got stolen. And so now she has to go uh, get it back. Uh, and in your j- journey, you meet a bunch of new people out in the I, I don't want to say wastelands, but out there. Right. Um, and they help you like get new p- p- parts for your mech and stuff like that. Uh, the combat is really unique, takes a little bit of getting used to, um, but it's really chill. Like, it's not super difficult. There's a bunch of, like, lo-fi beats playing. I think the one big thing that I really, really don't like is that it's not voice acted, which is fine, oh. uh, but the characters don't do the, like, like they don't have that stuff. It's just a text bubble, uh, but it's um, like it's it's next to their like the character themselves. It's not like what you see in like uh, those. Uh, now I forget what you call those. The like story games, the novel Cutscenes? game things. What? Oh, uh, visual, the, visual, yes. novels visual novels it's not it's not like that where it has like a picture of the character and then the text that they said uh it's it's like actually next to the character's head in the scene uh and then it goes at its own pace so if you don't read fast enough or if you're looking somewhere else you'll miss what they say um and so Mm. i i feel like there's a lot of the story that i'm actually missing out on um, like it's not, it's not one of those things that's like, okay, here's the text. Now hit, uh, you know, the X button to continue on. It's just like, here's what they said. Here's the next thing that they said. Here's the next thing. Right. Um, so I feel like I'm missing out on stuff, but good so far, okay. not great, but sounds go. good. That's Stonefly. Cool. 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 I could go back. Uh, so I'll go back to uh, Ratchet. Uh, I've played, I think, a little bit more than you have, probably like three hours or so. Um, and you don't need a lot of time in this game to realize how incredible it is. It's like just from yeah. the opening sequence, you're you're already in. You're already sucked in. And that's something that I would compare it to 2016 Ratchet, that that one didn't get me invested into the game from the beginning. Um, so I haven't, I didn't, I never beat that one. And then I thought that I had to, to play this one, but you don't really need to just, to, just in case anyone's wondering, you don't need to play any of them to, to, to like this game or to, to understand it. Um, so haptic feedback, dual sense, truly incredible. I love the way the, the Sony exclusives are doing it. Uh, Returnal did it incredibly. This one does it as well. Although I did change the R2 and L2, those the triggers, because I'm afraid of it breaking. Because I noticed the 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 guns do do it intense, like they hold they hold down R2 hard. Uh, so I changed it to like you could change it to it being half, sort of like that, where it's not too much, but it's still there. 
So I changed it to that. Still great. And uh, man, this is <laughs> this is one of the most beautiful games I have ever seen. Like it's so crazy, man. It really it is. So um, it's. I love it when games do this. It happened with Uncharted. One specific scene that I'm thinking of Uncharted is when you don't know that you're out of the cutscene. And that was the yeah. desert scene in Uncharted 3, I believe. Yep. Uh, I remember that, that. I didn't know I was out of the cutscene. This has happened to me like four times already in three hours. And I was like, wow, dude, that's cr-. Especially when you're with Rivet, when you start playing as Rivet. So There's so that, many that's parts where of I it. I got to like I stopped yeah. like right right when I, I got okay to. yeah so I'm like I think I'm on like the second planet or whatever with her and uh there's so many scenes where the cutscene ends and you're playing and it's so incredible how nothing has changed nothing has changed it's so amazing man the way this game looks it's I, I just stop and look at like the way the sun comes through the trees and stuff like that. And you would think like just be just even though this isn't like oh this isn't like uncanny valley realistic kind of game, like it's one of those things where it like they sh- like and with Pixar they show the the threads on freaking Mr. Incredible or Incredibles like his shirt. It's like that kind of detail that this game has and it's so incredible, man. I can't I can't wait to keep playing it. That's that I haven't played a lot of it though. So um it's super fun though. It's incredibly fun to play. Uh there's not much more you can say about it. This is as good as a, as a, Insomniac just keep like they have shown that they're at the top. Like they they really can do this. Um and it's awesome to see that they do that. Um Ignacio, you haven't played it, right? So I so No, you, because it, okay. it, a lot of things have come out of it. Okay, so I, like I could I could talk about uh, is intermission, intergrade, intermission. interlude. No, intergrade is the PS5 version. Intermission okay. is technically Yuffie's just the DLC, just the Yuffie's DLC. Yeah. Right. So first of all, I freaking absolutely hate how I have to upload the PS4 save uh, on the place on the Final Fantasy to then download it on the PS5 version. I'm like, no, I'm it's not doing not that. It's not ideal, but it's not as bad as people make it. It's because I didn't have the PS4 one downloaded, so I was um, like, I didn't know. You see, I was that, was, to do that, that was your mistake. I had it. Yeah, so I had to down. I had to. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna. I will do it because I want to go back eventually to play it again in like 4K or 60. What is it? What's the patch? It's 4K, 60 frames 60. per second now. 4K 60. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um. So I played about an hour and a half of Yuffie's DLC. I have. A physical attraction to every single character that pops up on the screen. It's so incredible. So and it's a, that's the other thing. I was wondering. I really hope because they do this kind of shit. These these people are underage and they make you like them. <laughs> so I really hope Yuffie's not like freaking fourteen years old. And I'm Yuffie's underage. You know, are you confessing she to under- something here? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, she underage? <laughs> How Yuffie's the fuck cute, old yeah. is Yuffie, dude? How old is she? I don't so know how old she is, but that that's part of their thing. She is a kid. Yuffie she age. She's underage. Um, Yuffie, she's 16 years old at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts. I don't know where in Kingdom Hearts she's. she's I don't know where don't in that is. She, 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 she appears in the first one. Yeah, okay, apparently she's 16 in Final Fantasy 16 and Final Fantasy yeah. 7. So uh, I'm not attracted to Yuffie. So don't worry about that. Um, she's she's a cute little girl. 
Uh, I am attracted though to this other girl. I forgot her name. Her um, Nao, Nao. Her name is Nao. Now she is a new character entirely to this game, uh, which I think is awesome that they do something like that. They're they're changing pretty much the narrative of Final Fantasy VII with these games. And uh, I don't know necessarily if they're changing it, but they're for sure adding more stuff to it. Yeah, I think I think they're modernizing it or whatever. They're 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 trying to. Play yeah. Play yeah. Yeah. So, um, cause it's like they're expecting to make the entirety of the story in, I would say two or three games. And this first one only covered like less than 10% of the original game, you know? So like, so they have to do something to, to change that up. But, uh, I really like the new characters introduced in this game. Uh, Sonon, I believe is new as well. Right. As a uh, Yuffie's partner. Uh, he's, he reminds me of Zack, which is cool, but I do want to see Zack again, if we get to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm talking about deep lore right now, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this game, I put it on normal and it is hard as fucking hell, dude. I don't know why I just, I'm rusty or something, but I yeah. was having an extremely hard time. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call monsters. it hard. I wouldn't call it hard. I also had a bit of a... Uh, a tough time with some of the some of the fights. I think I'm more yeah. rusty because as I kept going, I think I I kept getting better because I yeah. remember I remember being so much better at the fights than I am yeah. right now. Yeah, so, yeah, so it, it, it's I don't, I don't even know it's about difficulty, but it's just about how much health some of these monsters have. Like they have so much health, which is something that I. That I that it kind of like slows down the pace of it a little bit for me because um, it's such a quick fast paced game that I want to get to like the next area or next fight or whatever mm-hmm. but there's just one monster that I'm stuck on for like 15 minutes 20 minutes because of how much health they have so I don't know if I'll probably just bump it down easy and just play like that but mm-hmm. uh, the, they added another little mini game uh, Fort Condor what's it, it is called? at least Fort Condor it's, Fort Condor, yeah. It is something that was on the original game, but it wasn't like this. Uh, Fort mm-hmm. Condor was a place in the original one where you could go on there, and the mission there, it was a side mission. You had to protect this bird, this egg bird, at the top of the mountain, and so you had yeah. to place like different enemies are going up. You have to yeah. basically, it's basically a tower defense game. Like, so okay. they change it at this time. Yeah, it it was pretty fun actually. It's a r- nice little fun mini game. It to play. is I enjoyed better. It. it is yeah. better. I really yeah. didn't like work on the on the original. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing to it's a good side thing to have in the game. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, because usually these kinds of things I don't really care for them, like Gwent and The Witcher and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, but this one it was it was deep, but also very simple. So that's what I enjoyed about it. Uh, other than that, I haven't really played much of the DLC. So. Um, I know it is short. It's probably like what seven, eight hours uh, in total. Maybe. I think Imran uh, Khan said he played it for like nine. Okay, that's a pretty that's good size DLC to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, freaking Yuffie controls like the way she fights is so amazing. It's so incredible. It's better than I like when I would play with. It was the party members were Cloud, Je- Cloud, Tifa, Aerith, and Barrett. Um. I liked playing as Tifa the most because of how fast she is. She's super fast. 
uh, and I enjoy Yuffie because of how fast she is, but also the difference that she has, uh, the the variety that she has with ranged and melee. Mm-hmm. It's really cool how she does that. Yeah, I like um, how it, she can go between melee and, and ranged attacks fast. Yeah, it's super cool. And also, I don't like that you can't play as the other guy. I really like the other guy, but I want to play as him. Uh, you could just do, like, link attacks with him and stuff, so uh, that's unfortunate. But, uh... Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, I'm excited to play more of it. I I don't really get into DLCs, but for this one, I I, I do want to play this one. This one is freaking awesome. Yeah, so, so I haven't played much of it either because of the other game that came out. We'll talk about it later. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I do want to explore more of the Yuffie story because you didn't get much of it in the original one, and so having her be there at the same time of the events of Seven remake at the events of Midgar before you actually meet yeah. her. I think it, it is pretty interesting. I wonder how that will affect what comes later. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it's still the same gameplay that I love of uh, Seven remake and the same world that I love of Seven remake. I cannot wait to get back to it, but I haven't played much. One thing that I have to say is that the game gives you the option of going between uh, performance mode and visual mode. I think it was called do performance mode just oh, yeah. don't bother with the other one because i tried going to the other one it doesn't look any different but the camera it it, it does affect the camera movement quite a bit mm, it's not i see so don't bother with that one just go performance cool sounds good mm-hmm. kakara <laughs> kakara yes yeah, so... watch the dragon god god don't do that to me Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> me. Me. Now, so uh, we've known for a while that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was gonna have his final DLC be History of Trunks. We knew that for a while. We didn't have a release date, and then come Thursday, I had played already a bit of intermission. I was planning on being in that one before going to Ratchet and Clank, and then they announced that uh, Kakarot. Uh, I don't remember the exact name of uh, the DLC. But it's they, just Trunks. They no, it isn't Trunks. It is Trunks. Warrior of Fall, something like that. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was yeah. just Kakarot Trunks. No. Uh, so, yeah, they announced on Thursday that it was coming out on Friday, and so that's what I've been playing since then. Uh, I do have to admit that it is there is more than I, what I was expecting. So, if you do not know, the this DLC is, of course, based on the Dragon Ball Z special that is History of Trunks, which shows Trunks in the future fighting the androids with Gohan. Great movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember And that so one. that that special isn't long. It is one hour long, and most of it is just uh, Gohan and Trunks go to find the androids. They lose. Gohan goes to fight the androids. He dies. Trunks goes to fight the androids. He loses. Let's go back to the best. That's, and then it's over. And so I, w- I was wondering how they were going to stretch it into a game. And so I'm surprised that, one, what is there of History of Trunks? I love how they expanded it. They added more scenes with Trunks and Gohan that goes deeper into their relationship, which I loved. The way that they recreated the fights, I loved it. It was pretty cool. Even if you're, you were always fighting 17 and 18, always, both of them. They always had five... Curled bars, you always had to defeat them both. 
But I, I think that they kept it interesting enough. And then seeing some of the other characters during in the world during that time, it was uh, a good thing to see. And so I thought that that was all that it was going to be, all only the history of Trunks, but they actually go through everything that's future Trunks. So that's history of Trunks, then him going to the past, coming back, going once again to the past, coming back, and then fighting Cell in the future. Mm. And they even have something that I that I really loved that was him telling Bulma his time about his time with Vegeta in the time chamber, which uh, added to he to the lore of it to the to the character, which I really loved. And then I was surprised that once you defeat Cell, uh, trades roll, but there's still more game after that. There's still more story. <laughs> it, it is. I I just rolled credits, but I know that after that, it is something that wasn't on the original show, but it's something that was later talked about. It was never shown, but it was talked about. So interesting. I'm interesting. excited to yeah. see what comes later. But yeah, as, as a final DLC, yeah, I loved it. It is very good. I wish that they would have done more DLC like this. Because you had two others. One was not, it didn't have much of a story. It was just you training. And then the other one was about uh, the Freezer movie, his resurrection, which had more story in it. But I loved what they did with the history of Trunks. I wish that they would have done more with it. Like, give me more Super or even GT or the movies, which would have been great. But yeah, this one is the last DLC. So we'll have to wait and see what they do next for Dragon Ball. Cool. Uh, Find out next time on Dragon Ballsy. <laughs> That's how it's I, done. What's that? Well, how do they do it in Jap- How do they do it in Japanese? Uh, Ignacio, go. Do it. It, it is a narrator talking about uh, what has just happened. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I mean, there there is one thing that he does. It's do a narrator. Come on. It's no. It is. It's a narrator. Dragon Ball. I don't know. No, uh, for exa- the one that I that I do remember is uh, when Vegeta, when Vegeta and Goku fuse and they become G- Vegeta. It Marco ends Vegeta. with with the narrator saying, "Finally, the greatest fighting history is about to begin." Vegeta, you like Vegeta or Gogeta? Which one you like? Which one you prefer? Uh, I think Vegeta. We've gotten more with him. I think I like Vegeta. Oh, anyways. Too. Uh, other than that, I played Fortnite. The new season of it has come out, and they ah yes. The, the, uh, as we talked about it last week, the theme is of course aliens, and yeah, I think that they did our. Yet? Uh, so, you you do not get abducted. So lame. Where do we start here? Where do we start here? Uh, what are the new additions? They of course changed them up to be more alien theme, which means that they. Added, they've added like these bases scattered around the island, which are like uh, men in black type of bases, uh, government stuff. And I love how they, they in, they've added to them these NPCs that have that vibe. And so if you go to them, I love how they have this motif of if you go there, there are cameras that can spot you or the guys can spot you. And if the cameras spot you, the alarms go off and then the, the guards attack you. And so I love how it, it kind of feels like a stealth mission going into it, getting your weapons out of there. Uh, the other thing that they've That's added, 
they've added spaceships to the game, flying this. And so if if you go to these certain areas of the map, you oh can yeah, see... yeah, you could ride, you could ride them, right? You yeah. Ride them. If you there are certain areas in the map that if, if you look in the in the map itself, the oh, names yeah, sure. will show up shirt, differently. Way, you saw my shirt, right? You saw my shirt. Oh right? hey, Majin Buu. The Majin Buu yeah. shirt. Yeah. So there are these areas of, of in the map that get invaded by aliens, which means that there are these flying saucers flying around it and. They'll abduct you and throw you somewhere else. They'll grab you and slowly Trans take you somewhere else. Poor you. Do the yeah. UFOs that you can ride, is that like a fast travel system to a different no, no. location or something? No, they are rideable. Ride they are vehicles. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if, you, if you manage to shoot down one of these ships, or if you find one laying around, you can hop into it and those... Have uh, you can shoot like this ball of energy at people, which will hurt them. You can also use this structure beam to uh, grab them, and you can go flying fast. Cool. And uh, they've added, they are added weapons that are that motif. But uh, yeah, if you're really interested in in Fortnite, I think that it is overall a good uh, update that they give. They've updated they, quite a bit. They honestly. they also showed a Superman skin. Uh, that's, but that's 65 days out so that's I don't know why that's one thing that I wanted to talk about so the promotion for this season has two prominent characters they're no, third party characters uh, <laughs> pop culture characters the color. Yeah. one is Rick from Rick and Morty which is in the game and you can get it from the battle pass and the other 100. one is Superman the interesting thing about Superman is that like you said it is locked until like August, August something. The season ends in September, and Superman <laughs> is locked until August, and it's Why? one of the prominent characters that they are promoting. So there must weird, be something dude. at the end of the season that is happening. Yeah, that, they're probably that, making that an event around him then. Yeah, yeah, maybe and or someone else, and it's like, hey, here's a few more skins to hop yeah. in and you guys can but see but I, I, I just find it so season. it's it's so weird because they rearrange how the battle pass works you no longer get it linearly like each level is one thing you actually it is divided into sections and you once you level up you get these stars cheap basically that you, you get you get five for each level and so you get a page of like five things and each one has their own star price, and you can buy them. And if you buy a certain amount of items, which doesn't have to be every item, you then can go to the next page and buy, start buying things from that page, and then go oh, on and cool. on. Which is pretty cool. But yeah, what, there's one section that is the battle pass. There's one section now that is customized your alien. So if you get the, the battle pass, the first character that you get is an alien that you can customize. So you can get items in the world, this one item in the world that is like a currency for customization. Each part costs a certain amount of these things that you unlock. And then there's another section that is Superman. And that one is locked for 60 days. So weird. I find it so weird that they have it so prominently in the game and he's going to be locked until August, a month before the season ends. Very strange. They're probably doing some. They have some plans. Hopefully. 
uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything that I can talk about for Nightwing. I mean, I, I can talk about more about it, but... Uh, no, no. I, I let's think that's move enough. on. <laughs> let's move yes. on. Uh, let's with do. that, we will take a quick break for some housekeeping, and we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at our $3 tier, and you can get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. So thank you, Sam, so much. We appreciate it. Uh, we hope you are enjoying all of these podcasts. It means a lot. Uh, let's see. If you did not go check out our E3 predictions last week, please go do that. It was a lot of fun. Epona for Smash. Uh, we're all hoping for that one. Um, yeah, go, go check that out let's see what did we do on the review show the review show uh we we just did or we're about to record uh one on dimension 404 which is a sci-fi anthology series kind of like the twilight zone or black mirror but with a lighter take uh it's not so bleak and dark and just like oh man this makes me like hate humanity uh it's more comedic and cheesy and stuff like that uh and a lot last but not least coming up at the end of the month on the captain's log uh will be our trivia night we started this last year we're hoping uh to have this be a thing uh at the end of the month in in june every single year uh so hopefully Gino and Alan will join us as well because Ignacio joined us last year and that was a lot of fun and we're just we're just gonna play some trivia so should be fun sounds good dude but uh that's it and with that uh let me play the jingle for the news section all right my friends like I said e3 has begun and yeah, we have man. quite a few showcases that we can talk about here uh some more some less but a lot of stuff to go through so i want to start i don't think we should... need to focus on all of it no we, there don't. Is no we don't a shit ton <laughs> so let me just actually let me just look uh let me just read out the showcases that have happened so far for us um yeah. as as we're recording this so we got, there's one missing here, I, uh, I'll say it. 
So we got the Summer Games Fest kickoff, uh, and part of that as well also uh, was a Tribeca Games Spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also got Day of the Devs, uh, a Coke Media Showcase, IGN Expo Day 1, Netflix Geeked Week, Guerrilla Collective, a Wholesome Direct, Ubisoft Forward, Devolver Digital Showcase, and a Gearbox Showcase. That is what we have like seen right so far. Now is the VR, like the upload VR oh, yeah. or upload something. VR something right is happening oh, right now. Yeah. So I guess the, the biggest one was the kickoff, right? Yeah. I would say. I would say so. so. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me just, I will, so I guess we could, um, what I'll do is I'll go through every bullet point here and we could just, uh, Thumbs up, thumbs down, and then talk about what we want to talk about. Do you guys think we should do that? Or thumbs up, can, no thumbs up. Can 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 you like go through what do you the think? bullet points real fast and then just like we each pick one or two things to pull out as our favorite? Okay. Okay, we can do that. Let's do that. Something like that seems good. All right. Yeah, because there's like 30 bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's a lot. <laughs> Okay, let me go through this. Let's do this. All right, we started with... I'm just going to go through them. All right, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands announced for early 2022. Uh, fantasy like Borderlands. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS5. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 announced uh, by Jeff Goldblum. Popular South Korean MMO Lost Ark coming to the West this fall by Amazon Games. Sable release date announced September 23. Among Us roadmap. New modes like hide and seek and new stuff. Uh, Salt and Sacrifice announced for 2022. Two Point Campus announced for 2022. Uh, Escape from Tarkov new additions like a new map. Stranger Things collaboration and Smite. Anacrusis Left 4 Dead style shooter announced from new studio Stray Bombay. Uh, Coke Media announces new publishing partner Prime Matter. And also announces that Painkiller is returning. Shark Mob announces Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, a Vampire Battle Royale. We got a new Tales of Arise trailer. Uh, Fast and Furious vehicles are coming to Rocket League. That game company's Sky Sky is launching on Switch on June 29th. And Le Petit Prince season begins July 6th. Uh, Overwatch 2 showed updated Baptiste and Sombra character models. Planet of Lana revealed and confirmed for 2022. Monster Hunter Stories 2 story trailer dropped. Uh, Endless Dungeon gameplay trailer revealed. Uh, Near Automata's 2B costume coming to Fall Guys. A new studio announced Deviation Games from former Call of Duty devs is also partnering with Sony. And then uh, Tribes of Midgard release date July 27th. Uh, Evil Dead Gameplay Showcase, uh, Back for Blood New Gameplay Trailer, and the final thing was an Elden Ring release date with a new trailer. Hell yeah. So, um, for me, uh, Lost Ark looks freaking awesome. Uh, you know me, I love my freaking MMOs, yeah. and this is a Diablo-style ARPG fully full mmo looks freaking amazon incredible games who knew they were by still amazon games yeah new worlds coming I, out by them i don't as know well. how that works 
it is a South Korean MMO, but what does Amazon have to do? They're probably the ones publishing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Publishing it, translating it, all that stuff um, for here. Um, and they are, there's a, I forget when there's an alpha coming, or not yet. No, they haven't announced that yet, but that's coming in the fall. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, what else did I see here that was great? Um, Planet of Lana, if I remember correctly, that one looks pretty cool. Um, so I saw some people talking about that one. I, 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 I feel like at that part, I kind of tuned out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, was, it, it didn't catch my, my eye. What is that one again? Uh, let me see here exactly so I can tell you exactly. Um, while I look at that, what, what, what else were you guys excited for? I don't know if excited is the right word, but Metal Slug Tactics, Tactics looked interesting. I've always been into, I've always been into the Metal Slug games and seeing that art style and that, uh, style of comedy in a way, uh, in the Tactics genre look interesting. I'm not a Tactics game. But it, it kind of make me want to give it a shot. Cool. Ignacio, we're like the exact opposite there. I've never been a fan of Metal Slug. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm, I, I know them from like arcades and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am a tactics game fan. And this <laughs> trailer had some like Cowboy Bebop vibes with the music going on there. And I was just like, ooh, this looks kind of cool. Uh, so that definitely caught my Metal Slug has a very cool style. So, uh, Planet of Lana, uh, Kyle, is it's like a two D side scroller. Uh, but the the thing that stands out about this one is that it's uh it's hand drawn, um, which mm. is a really cool okay. art style. So, so yeah, it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Yo, there you go. Um, Tribes of Midgard looks cool. I think so. That comes out July twenty seventh. I've seen that game in the PlayStation Store since PS five came out, uh, without any release date. I always saw it in the PlayStation Store as upcoming. Uh, so cool to see that. I don't think I know what that game is. It's like a it's like what a survival remember? crafting, you know, uh, yeah, over the top a camera kind bit of. Of a another look in the Gearbox showcase. Yeah, Ooh. that too. Um, what else? The Evil Dead yeah. gameplay looked pretty uh, cool. Evil that game looks yeah, like too. it l- graphically looks pretty pretty nice. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it looked really cool. Uh, so it looks like those. I kind of like ha- had like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that and Dead but by Daylight, that so. kind of. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I feel like that that's the kind of game it is. So yeah. Um, yeah. and then Death Stranding Director's yeah. Cut. That's an interesting name. <laughs> I don't know how it, much it, it is an interesting name. It's Kojima Studios. I don't know how much it the was game in, is it, by Kojima. Yeah. So the original <laughs> thing is the director's cut. Yeah. Since he was the director. <laughs> I don't know. But, it's a little strange. But but see what we <laughs> saw there they, it, like, they had a lot of <laughs> director's cut. Of Metal Gear like, like like he stopped himself from releasing stuff like no yeah, yeah this is my cut like No no no. I mustn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can. Yeah. Uh, but the, still, the the trailer was very interesting. It had a lot of Metal Gear homages. Yeah. There. So I'm interested if they're going to implement some Metal Gear nest stuff into the game. It, if that's I, so the yeah. director's cut part. 
I I didn't realize it was a director's cut at first until they said that name at the end. I thought this was just like they were announcing DLC. Yeah. But it did say at the start, captured on a PS5. So I was like, oh, this must be the announcement for the next gen version and DLC because he went into a bunker which you yeah, never get yeah, to which do in, in, the in that game that's like basically outside, what it is though outside. yeah he's just calling it uh, a direct lift cut though but i mean but that's the thing like i is there other stuff that has been put back in the game that is like out there are there other missions that you need to make deliveries to do is there a new like power up suit kind of thing that you get in that game like we don't know yeah uh and we don't even really know if there is gonna be dlc exactly because it it, yeah Mm -hmm. it did look like there was going to be some kind of stealth gameplay inside these bunkers but it it like they have that metaphor of like oh he finds a cardboard box he empties the box and it's like oh this is just metal gear solid that's what they do yeah but he gets in the box and then he's like, nah, that doesn't <laughs> work. And so, like, it is this metaphor of him, like, not trying to put himself in this box of not always having to do Metal Gear Solid stuff. So I, I, I don't think about know it. what that means. Did we get a release date for this? Yeah. I, I don't I don't, I don't think so, right? Not yet. They just announced it. Um, there's a, but yeah, also, Gojima had a whole thing there where he talked to Jeff. He mentioned uh, 9-11 yeah. one too many times. It 9-11? A strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you yeah. didn't watch it. Yeah. So yeah. He, he was like, he, he was like, yeah, up, like two, three times. He, he was like, yeah, I, I'm starting to rethink my creative process because what I typically like to do is make a prediction for the future in, in, in my, 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 my stuff. And usually those predictions will be, you know, 10 20 years out the one that i made happened the like the year after it came out and like that that was a little bit scary like uh, and he's like so i'm i'm like creatives are having to like rethink the way they do things it's a little bit like 9 11 and then <laughs> like he didn't elaborate on that and then he ended up mentioning it it's a lot like 9 11 and it was just like what it what do you mean by that exactly? I, I yeah, it was just it was it was weird. Interesting. That's funny. Yeah, there's the other big news yeah. here was the the news of the new studio. That's what I wanted to talk uh, about. Deviation game, mm-hmm. Deviation game, which is made up of former Call of Duty devs. What's interesting about it is that this is the third studio now that has been announced to be. Hey, it's a new studio, and we're partnering with Sony. It's this one, it's the Haven Raymond. Haven and Firewalk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Also with, with big names. So pretty interesting that they this seems to be Sony's strategy now. Like compared to Microsoft, which straight up bought Bethesda, Sony's strategy seems to be now to be in there at the beginning of it. I mean even even with uh Kojima Studios, he was there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So now these, with these three other studios help them make something studios. real dope. It's sort yeah. it's sort of like a relationship that could that they can start building as they did with Square Enix, where mm-hmm. Square Enix and Sony are sort of you see these Square Enix game, uh, these you see these games come to Sony, 
as exclusives and it's weird if they're not on Sony platforms. Uh, so yeah. rather than then that, cause they don't, they have, they don't own Square Enix. They haven't purchased Square Enix. So rather than them purchase these studios, they build this relationship with them where, uh, they have that sort of like unspoken rule where like, yeah, our games yeah. will be exclusive have, for PlayStation. You know, they have quite a bit of those relationships. They had that with Housemark, with, yeah. uh, Quantic Dreams, with some other studios that, yeah, but that, don't that, aren't they uh, aren't they fighting with Quantic Dream or something? Isn't that then they have a, a falling out or something with Quantic Dream? Not that I remember. I, I know, know that something Quantic like that. Dream is dealing with its own stuff yeah, internally. They start talking shit about each other with yeah. David Cage, <laughs> but uh, not that I know of that they are fighting. Interesting. interesting. Um, we also got uh, another another uh, publishing partner with Coke Media, Prime Matter. Uh, then they announced Painkiller was returning. Do you guys know Painkiller? Is this uh, something you guys? No. No, no, I don't really know that one. Yeah, I don't know. Just cool to see more. Like I, I like that. Uh, at this, it wasn't just games, but it was stuff like that being announced as well. Uh, new studio, new publisher, uh, stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, and then I guess the final thing we can talk about is Elden Ring. Uh, did we expect go. this? Uh, not here, at least. Not, no. not here. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. I did not expect I, it at I all. I expected it like at Microsoft or or something. Apparently, uh, Microsoft and Bandai have have like or, uh, or, yeah, or at, fighting at, relationship, uh, a tough relationship. They're going through at, a tough relationship. Bandai. Oh. <laughs> I, I. I. Well, here, here's 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 the thing. I think we could still see more at the. Bandai Namco. Oh yeah, because we yeah. did get that that leak that happened like two or three months ago, where there was gameplay uh, that got leaked, and we didn't see the gameplay here with it. Yeah. So yeah, they, someone they, came out later saying that it wasn't the right trailer. I don't know who that. I know that. Jeff um, or like that. No, that the, uh, they mentioned that on oh, kind of that funny, was, and uh, that was a that was a account. joke. That was right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so, so it, it, it did get a release okay. date. It's uh, January um, 21st, 2022. Uh, 2022. Yeah. So the game is, uh, for, uh, you know, closer. Uh, for, it's it's yeah, closer w- way further in development than we thought. And uh, so th- it could very well be possible that, but, but it sucks that by the time people are hearing this, they already have known. So, um, yeah, they probably have, they probably did have, a more gameplay for that game since it's way further yeah. out in development than than mm-hmm. we had originally thought. So that's great. I did not. So when they showed the trailer, I was like, "Nice, freaking Eldering! This is awesome! How cool!" I did not expect this. And then they give us a release date, which is another thing. Like it's so crazy how like you know, really cool. Yeah, we're surprised by release dates because it, you know how how do you guys think it's gonna stick? Um. No, you don't think don't so, Ignacio? Maybe. I think there's a good chance that it doesn't. Hmm, interesting. I agree. I, the, the, yeah, like, I it just... I I could see it simply for the fact that they've been working on that game for so long. Yeah. Uh, and things are starting to get back on track now, at least here in the United States. Um, so, I where is From Software? Where are they located? I you think it's the know. Japanese studio. Are they not Japanese? I'm pretty sure it's a Japanese studio, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'm it is sh- I, I'm not sure how uh, Japan is but what doing I, then. In they the aren't the doing great, but oh, uh, they aren't doing well, good right now. It, if I mean, it, yeah, if they're having troubles, then yeah, I could see it slipping because this would be this would probably be the stage where they are trying to do motion capture and stuff like that and that's yeah if they're having troubles with the pandemic that's probably not happening well um, yeah from software is japanese and japanese have is right now in a state of uh, emergency oh no all right i guess we'll see let's move on my friends to the next showcase that happened um well actually let me talk about the Tribeca game spotlight. I don't know if this happened before or after. Go for it. This happened after the Day of the Devs, right? Let's talk about Day of the Devs. I believe so. Yeah. Day of the Devs. We got 19 games shown from this uh this showcase. So let me go let me just go through them and then we'll talk about them. Uh we got a a musical story. Uh Axiom Verge 2. Behind the Frame. Uh Death's Door. Demolition Robots KK, Despelote, Despelote. The, uh, yeah, it, it's Ecuador. So Despelote. Ecuador? Yeah. I did not see the Day of the Devs. This is an Ecuadorian game? No, uh, I'm reading the IGN article. It says, as a kid in school in Ecuador, <gasps> all you want in the world is for school to be over so you can get, go up place. What the it's heck, 2001. Dude. I, I it's know two, we, wait, it's, it's 2001. Wait, it's 2001 and Ecuador is within reach of qualifying for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know we said we'd wait till the end to talk about that stuff. But yeah, what you do is like you kick around the soccer ball and that's how you interact with the world. Like you kick the <laughs> ball to people or things and they'll be like, huh? oh, hey, you know, and they'll they'll do all of that stuff. So yeah, it's like the most opportune t- time to release that game. I'm sorry, I just didn't, like, like I didn't see this, and I didn't know that it was, like, there was an Ecuadorian game in here. That's, like, Ecuador's never talked about at all in general. So this is absolutely crazy to me. Developed by sorry. Julian Cordero and Sebastián Valbuena. Valbuena. Yeah. No, didn't know. Based on real experiences and photos from Ecuador. That is crazy, dude. I haven't. Oh my god. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I got a little sidetracked there. That's freaking awesome. That is so cool. I'm gonna get this game just to support it. That's so awesome. Wow. Um, <laughs> Elec Head, uh, Garden Story, Last Stop. Oh, they showed more Last Stop. Uh, Loot River, um, Moon Glow Bay, Oxen Free Two, Lost Signals, which is awesome. Uh, Phantom Abyss, uh, Road 96, Soup Pot, The Wandering Village, uh, Toem, which Kyle likes, uh, Unbeatable. Yeah, I, I actually got a code for the demo for that. The demo will be out for the public this next week, but I, I have a code to hop in on that. So I'll be cool. talking about that ne- next week. Awesome, awesome. We also got Unbeatable, uh, Vocabulantis, and Walk. Okay. Yeah. So this showcase had a lot of really cool games, apparently. It did. Uh, I did not know Day of the Devs was happening. It just kind of happened to be on, like, immediately after the kickoff. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
And so I, I started to, like, I missed the first half or so. Um, and then, like, went back to go check it out and stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I know people are excited for Axiom Verge 2. Uh, they mentioned that the, you don't have to do the boss fights. You can just, yeah. like, walk past them or something interesting that? i'm not sure yeah yeah mm -hmm. um so that 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 looked neat uh another one i want to shout out uh at the end here is walk a game that i will absolutely not play because it looks horrifying it looks so scary oh yeah but man it has such a cool aesthetic it looks like they took like cctv camera footage of around japan and like use that as the oh, so cool, the like dude. the like still camera stuff but they put these like i i don't want to use the word filters but these effects on it to make it look like instead of just like a low-res cc tv it looks like it is this like vhs uh thing I'm, I'm oh, it looks it horrifying but it looks so cool i'm looking it up yeah i I didn't watch Day of the Devs because it's these games typically aren't my thing. But the only one that I can talk about is Axiom Verge 2. I'm a huge fan of Axiom Verge 1. And so I saw a bit of the gameplay for this one and it looked different, like um kind of like an upgrade in, in sort of a way. Like the, the okay. game looks better. Okay. Or more detailed, at least we are getting a new protagonist. It looks like with a different set of weapons. So, Action Verge One was a lot of uh, about you having guns, different type of guns that you pick up throughout the world. For this character, she seems to be more of a hand-to-hand -hand, uh, person, or not hand-to-hand, -hand, but they show her with a pickaxe, and that's how you fight people. Okay. So up close. You can throw the pickaxe also, but it is mainly up close, so it is a different type of gameplay. They also showcase the, the ability to hack your enemies, so you can hack uh, people and make them fight for you, or I think maybe destroy them like that. I, I don't, I'm not sure. But yeah, also the the developer, which is one guy, uh, said that it you can skip the bosses, which I'm curious to see how they keep that interesting like yeah. uh, why am i or why am i fighting if i can't just walk away yeah. i wonder or where's the challenge yeah. mm. uh but definitely check out all of the stuff in this showcase because there was a lot that we're not even mentioning here that was really really neat uh so yeah go go check that stuff out yeah yeah this is this all looks freaking incredible a lot of them do. Oxen Free 2, okay. definitely shout out to them. Uh, time for Kenna. Last stop, time for Kenna, dude. Time for Kenna. <laughs> oh, right, that happened. Time for you know uh, Pronounced Kena. Pronounced Kena now. Oh, Is well, it excuse Kena? me. Kena. Not Kena. 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 Uh, Kena. I'll, I'll let you know that if you hadn't put in our uh, Discord that that happened, I wouldn't have known that it happened. Yeah, we got gameplay for Kena. Uh, yeah, it was Gino. Uh -huh. What did you think of this? Uh, I am super excited for this game, man. Uh, so they did like they talked more about it. Uh, it was it wasn't like a gameplay trailer per se, but they showed little 
gameplay tidbits of different uh mechanics that you're gonna be uh like the little the little i think they're called rot the little things that help you mm-hmm. um so you, you treat them like little pikmin sort of uh that that yeah. sort of style of game um but this game just looks freaking uh so beautiful man it has that that same thing as Ratchet has that Pixar movie vibe and and it's cool because the way they talked about it was what what they said it was the two their two their brothers I believe the two of them um uh what is it Ember Lab Studio um what they said is this is basically like a forty five minute uh movie is what they're like it's the with the cutscenes and all that stuff like there's forty five minutes worth of like cutscenes and and scenes like that where like interesting this can be seen as like a movie it's pretty much what they're doing there that it's the quality of an animated movie with the cutscenes that'll be up on um, youtube yeah one <laughs> <laughs> so um it looks so fun i love the the vibe of it uh this is a world that i will just definitely be totally ingrained it in great. it looks so beautiful that world I love that the was... the voice actress that they got uh was the daughter of the composer of the music for the of the, of the for the game. She's I, I think I think they said she's never never voice done acted anything before she's, all of this stuff. Yeah. So this might be a Hennewa's uh Hellblade's Hennewa's yeah, sacrifice exactly. situation here. So really uh, cool. The the one thing that surprised me was the whole Pikmin thing. I I didn't know that that was an aspect of the gameplay. So. That'll mm. be interesting to mix that in with the more like open world action adventure stuff that's happening here. I actually don't know if it's open world or not, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel it's, it. It cool. would. I feel like it will be more linear because from what we've seen of it, because we have seen like three different sorts of gameplay trailers, reveals, sort of that stuff. And what I've noticed is that we're seeing a lot of the same scenes, so. Uh, what mm, okay and obviously this is a 40 dollar game so i mm. i want this i want more from this 40 bucks what a steal yeah right but I, it's because i feel like it's yeah. gonna be like an extremely extremely short game like it, it's one of those games that you're yeah. probably gonna be able to finish in one sitting yeah, uh, be I, I believe uh, so, which is, it, yeah. it's, it's, okay. that's great. Cause you know, like six hours, I'm not asking, like, like mm-hmm. I'm not asking for an 80 hour game or anything like that, but it would be nice to be in this world longer than I think they're going to have us yeah. in it. So, uh, but I'm excited. Nonetheless, then, that game looks freaking incredible. That, that was awesome. at the Tribeca games fest. The Tribeca was, games. I think 11 other things that were displayed and showcased at that. So be sure to check out all of that stuff. Yeah. As well. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. So we could also wait. Let's move on to the IGN Expo. This was a lot here too. Um. So let me just. Should I just go through the titles again? You guys think? Sure. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Doing what we've been. Let's go through the titles again. All right. So IGN Expo. Uh, we saw more of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, uh, World War Z Aftermath, which I guess is a, uh, this is an enhanced upgrade of World War Z, which came out a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. Audio Clash Battle of the Bands was revealed. 
uh, Core Keeper, a 2D base building game. Uh, Bramble the Mountain King, which is an intense side-scrolling horror platformer. That sounds cool. Uh, survival Machine, a unique co-op survival games, survival game. Um, Blacktail, is a first-person action-adventure title. Um, oh, we got new arcade one-up cabinets. Okay, that's, that was random. Um, Mortal Shell, the Virtuous Cycle. So some DLC for Mortal Shell. Uh, Death's Gambit Afterlife, which is an expanded... Yeah, there's a lot of things here. Yeah, an expanded edition of Death's Gambit. Um, Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions. So another boxing game. Uh, the Forgotten City is a murder mystery game. This is cool. It's a murder mystery game taking place in ancient Rome based on a popular Skyrim mm -hmm. mod. Wow. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. That is cool. Um, Unbound Worlds Apart, which is a Metroidvania. Uh, Splitgate, which was on PC prior, and now two years later it's coming to console. Uh, Black Skylands, a Skypunk open world top-down shooter. We also got Skatebird. There's a miniature-sized skateboarding game with birds. Mm -hmm. um, they spoke more about the Smite and Stranger Things crossover. Uh, we also got Ollie Ollie World, a new trailer for that. Um, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. Uh, Two Point Campus. Another trailer for that. An exclusive gameplay trailer of Sifu, which I have to check out. I haven't seen that. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 exclusive DLC. Martha is Dead, an intense horror mystery set in Italy. That sounds cool. Inculinati, a strategy game. A Disciples Liberation, which is dark fantasy strategy RPG. Unpacking, a puzzle game. A Broken Pieces, a psychological thriller. A Wild West Dynasty, which is management and life sim. A Chernobylite, a survival game set in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Haunted Space, unique space combat game. Arborea, a Souls-like roguelike. Interesting. Um, st and Steel Rising, the alternate history game set amid the French Revolution. So that was a lot of stuff. Yep. And yeah. a lot of cool stuff, too. Mm -hmm. From... Um Go ahead, Kyle. I was gonna say the I this is one of the things that I didn't know was happening. I yeah. kind of forgot that IGN was doing their own thing. Uh, I ended up catching bits and pieces of this because this was happening the same time as the Coke Media, uh, or I I think they had a video that it's actually Koch, Koch Media Interesting. or something like that. that I'm not Coke. sure, but. Uh, yeah, and we'll we'll get to that one in j j just a sec here. <laughs> uh, but I do want to at least shout out Doki Doki Literature Club. I've heard nothing but great things about uh, this game. I actually downloaded it on my laptop a long time ago when it first came out. I was hearing nonstop stuff about that. Never got around to it, but uh, it's not DLC or an expansion. Uh, but is instead an extended edition of the same deeply upsetting visual novel. But this thing on the outside just looks like this extra, like, yeah. really 
cutesy <laughs> anime uh like visual novel thing and i think they said it was coming to yeah basically all of the systems uh on june hardia uh so i would i would be interested in playing that on like my switch so cool i i want to shout out uh i just looked at like i'm looking i didn't know the ign thing was happening either so i'm looking at these while i was saying them uh bramble the mountain king gives me little nightmares vibe uh vibes and it looks freaking awesome it's that side scroller horror game and the last little clip of the trailer you're jumping on these little lily pads and Mm -hmm. Out like splashing out of the river comes like freaking the grudge, dude. It's so cool looking. That's so crazy. Yeah. That is so awesome yeah. the way that looks. So I want to shout that out. Um did they show Oxen Free 2 here? No. What about you, Ignacio? Do you see anything that sticks out for you? Uh I watched a little bit of it. I the only one that I wanna shout out is Survival Machine, which the whole game is about it is a first person third-person game with uh, a world run over by zombies. But so you are in this giant vehicle, which works kind of like your base, which is always moving. And so that's, that's your base. The, the vehicle, whole station is always moving, so you have to get out of it, go chop wood if you want to build stuff. But uh, all the time during that, zombies are there, so... Mm-hmm. I, I, f- I, found, I found the mechanic of these base always moving pretty cool. Cool. Um, Sifu, again, looks still incredible. Uh, Sifu always looks great. Looks great. Yeah, um, of course. This other game I want to... Martha is dead. Uh, Why is that her name? For some reason, I don't know why I I feel like I'm getting into these horror games. You know what I mean? I'm I'm like starting the to like the vibe of them. And let me see this Martha's pants off. Yeah, this Martha's Dead game looks pretty freaking intense. Um, but it's first person, so probably a no for me. Um, but yeah, yes, and also the the game that you mentioned before that was like a used to be a mod for Skyrim. Uh huh. I also think that it looks pretty cool. Cool. The murder mystery. Also, uh, that fuck IGN for every an ad before every single video, dude. Tired of this, dude. Tired of it. Freaking mm-hmm. money hungry. You know what I mean? Terrible, dude. Let's see. I was looking at Chernobylite. Chernobylite looks intense. Oh, is this a co-op? This looks like a co-op. It's like a co-op sort of you're in Chernobyl. Chernobyl continues to be interesting to us. I don't know why. But uh, still, I'll fuck with it, you know. I'll fuck with Chernobyl. (laughs) You know what I mean? So we don't have the Coke media stuff on our list of things, but this was happening at the same time. That's what I want to mention next because... Oh boy, that was that was a terrible showcase. Yeah, I didn't want to uh, mention it because it, it it was bad. So, what do you have to say about it, Kyle? I, I that that I mean that's pretty much it. I was watching <laughs> kind of funny react, and it like they were interviewing a developer for like twenty minutes, and it was just like, what is going on? And so that's why they they switched to the IGN stuff, but. Uh, they also announced like the day before the showcase that none of the stuff that 
people were like hoping to to see at the showcase wasn't gonna be there like no time splitters no this no that uh and so it was just like well what is gonna be there like you like this is the things that everyone is looking forward to yeah um so, yeah it was yeah, there it, it sucks it was their opportunity because Coke Media owns, of course, uh, THQ Nordic and also has been buying so many IPs and so many studios. And yeah. This was finally their opportunity to come out and show what they've been working on. And so I didn't watch it. I, like you, Kyle, I watched part of the kind of funny stream. And so it, w it was pretty funny how they would jump in between the streams. The yeah. there would be a guy talking in an interview on the Coke stream. They would then go to the IGN one, go through three reviews, four reviews, go it's back the and then guy. it's the same guy talking. <laughs> the guy's still sitting there talking. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh so, man, we can move on past that. One. I don't know if they announced anything. King's Bounty too. I think that was it. I think that's it. But that doesn't that doesn't yeah. do anything for us. Um, the next one, or do, or do you want to take over Netflix to Geek Week, Kyle? Let's save that for the okay. end, because it's not really video geek. All right, cool. So let me move on to Gorilla Collective. Uh, day one, we got two days of Gorilla Collective. Uh, day one, we got a few, okay. Um, I'm not going to go through the list here, because I just read the tagline and said this features about 80 games. So I'm not gonna, I don't think I should go through it. Uh, anything specific. So, oh yeah, this is a very long page, so I'm not gonna go through it. Uh, anything guess, specific so you guys want to talk have, about with this Gorilla Collective? I yeah. have one. Uh, Blasting Ritual of the Night. They... Wasn't this a game that already came out? Yeah, that game came out already. What are you saying? Ah, uh, damn it. It is the same game. Never, never mind. <laughs> I don't is know what they revealed. It's coming something? to Stadia. Uh, it was announced like that, that it's yeah. heading to Stadia. All right. So Dude, I <laughs> thought it was gonna be a okay. decent expansion. I really like Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Yeah, but that game came out already. Let's yeah. not have a Cuphead situation. I don't know what they have here. Cuphead situation. IGN right. article. It's coming to Stadia. <laughs> so uh, um, yeah. what do I have here? Um, Omno. A single-player journey of discovery through an ancient world of wonders. This game looks uh, cute. Gives me journey vibes. Um, what else do we have here? Kung Fu Kickball looks pretty cool. This looks funny. It's like a pixel pixel art side one. scroller sort of, uh, um, where you're you're kung fu people, kung fu masters, but you're throwing you're kicking around a kickball at each other. Nice. Which sounds pretty cool. I have one here. Uh, industria, 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 whatever. Uh, a first person a, a first person shooter that takes you from East Berlin into a parallel reality shortly before the end of the Cold War. And so it looks like uh it's steam steampunk isn't the right word. How do I describe it? It's like metal punk, let's mm -hmm. call it. Okay, yeah. But not heavy metal, just straight up metal. Metal core. They have they have like this metal robot ro metal dog. Robots. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I I don't really have much that to shout out for day one. So I'm gonna go ahead and shout out some of the stuff on day okay. two. Uh, 
Yeah, um, I was moving on now. This started out with a trailer for Origami 2. Um, can I just can I just I, in, I heard... interrupt you there real quick, Kyle? Uh, some something funny about Origami 2. Um, I was looking at like uh, you know, how a lot of these sites do wrap ups for for the sale, the list of all the games. Uh, Kotaku mm-hmm. uh, was pretty funny because they they wrote Origami too, and uh, I don't think that was a mistake. I think that was uh, what they thought it was. So that's weird. Origami. Yeah, it's or. <laughs> uh, yeah, or just like they they thought they spelled it wrong and then <laughs> fixed it, and was like, oh, that's just the wrong word. Um. Yeah, so this is, I, I, I haven't played the first one of this, but I've heard decent things about this first game. I don't think it really made much like a big wave or a big splash, uh, but it is like a stealth game uh, where you are a ninja, and this one looked like it had some pr- pretty creative uh, gameplay and stuff, and that is coming out September 17th on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, I, I think the first one is also out on Switch if you want to get that uh but cool. yeah i did this second one looked real good yeah this does look cool i'm looking at it right now um, i have one here from from day one run die run again or rdra is a fast-paced first-person precision platformer with where every inch of the environment is out to kill you so basically it is like ghost runner but uh without the it doesn't seem like there is any combat. It's just you running and platforming, platforming the same as uh, Ghost Runner. Speaking which is of course, Ghost uh, really Runner, I actually bought that uh, this weekend for five bucks Ooh. thanks to a oh, yeah. coupon Epic. on the Epic. Yeah, Games Epic store. is having an intense sale uh, right now. And yeah. Ghost Runner, they also announced on day two uh, that is getting a physical release. Uh, on June 29th. Nice. Uh, mm. So, there you go. Yeah, Ghost Runner is really a really good game. More from day two. There is a game called Fire Girl that looked pretty cool. It's a 2D p- puzzle and platforming game where you are a firefighter and you have to like run in and save people and stuff like that. But it has that uh, like 2D HD style that uh, Project Octopath has but it's like a side scroller thing it looked neat uh go go check that one out and then oh god this one was terrifying happy's humble burger farm uh (laughs) this is a fast food simulator where you are making burgers you gotta flip them you have to maintain the shake machine gotta get drinks and all that stuff but you better keep your customers happy because if you don't, it turns into like a Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, that's crazy! While you are oh, okay. trying to do that it, that sounds cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that that was a lot. I was like, "What am I watching? This looks crazy." What was that one called? You said again. Uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, let me go back up to to it here. Happy's humble burger oh, farm. Happy's humble burger farm. Okay. Terrifying. Uh, Loot River looked really, really neat. Uh, that had a cool art style. Uh, that was also in the Day of the Devs showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? Oh, I have, uh, I have one here. Severed Steel. Severed Steel is a single-player FPS that looks 
To combine the movement of Mirror's Edge, the slow-mo action of Max Payne, and the look of some kind of Electro Nightmare. That sounds cool. It, it's another game that looks like uh, Ghost Runner. But this one, unlike the other one that I talked about, it is more action-heavy. It is, you, you can kill people and turn the world slow-mo, grab their guns as you kill them in the there air. Was a, a scene, I believe it was that one where they, like, destroyed the wall and, like, went through the wall to, like, circle around behind people and stuff. Mm. Like, like, they melted it. Like, they melted the wall. Mm. It's not like they shot, like, a destructible door, you know? Uh, they like melted the map. <laughs> oh, I have a really cool one here. Um, Batora Lost Haven. It looks like um, Hades, but it's not roguelike. So, looks okay. really cool. Hack mm. and slash slash twin stick shooter, in a, in the frame of a story driven action RPG. That one looks pretty freaking cool. I like the serial cleaners is one to check out. Uh, this is a isometric stealth action game uh, told in flashback by four professional cleaners. Uh, so, like, after they, like, the mob, like, murdered some people, you have to, like, go in and clean it all up. But the cops are coming and all of that stuff, so you have to, like, stealth your way around and hide things and clean up the blood and not get caught and stuff like that so cool stuff well i'm looking at happy humbrol's burger farm right now yeah this looks this looks this looks funny this looks intense wild right yeah it's pretty wild um what's this other one i'm just reading the description for this one it looks cool grime it's an action adventure rpg that emphasizes its bizarre anatomical horror elements it's real vibes it takes place in a strange alien world where you fight enemies and then absorb their traits to become more powerful. Sounds cool. What? Well, I think we should move on. All right. Okay. So that was Day of the Devs. It's just a bunch of stuff announced. So we just ran through a bunch of them that mm-hmm. we thought was interesting. That was Guerrilla Collective. Oh, sorry. Guerrilla Collective. Yes. A lot of stuff, Ignacio. A lot of stuff. Lot of stuff um, next up, <laughs> Wholesome Direct. Yeah, they never... Wholesome Direct. Anything from here you guys want to talk about? Anything from here? Didn't watch, you didn't it. watch it. This is just a cool idea yeah. that they have this. Like, there's, yeah. there's, uh, like, people have all sorts of different tastes in gay games and stuff, but this is one that is all just very cutesy there's cats everywhere there's all sorts of stuff just a bunch of wholesome uh, games the one yeah. thing i'm yeah just a bunch of wholesome games you know uh the mm-hmm. one thing i want to mention is lake yes lake was at this game this is that like mysterious mail delivery game uh this was all i believe also on another i, I another showcase i don't remember which which one here uh i was super interested in this game i think i'm honestly losing interest in this game but i haven't mm. i'm not like unsold yet and the reason is because i got my hopes up for something that i think this game is not uh i i was hoping there to be this like twin peaks mystery like this like conspiracy that's happening in this town and you kind of like figure it out and solve it as you deliver all the mail and uh, do all of that stuff, but I don't think it's that. I I I think it's just like this is gonna be a real chill 
game where you just deliver mail. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What about the one up here? There's the top. Um, 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 Polygon. Uh, it's a photo photography game where you take pictures of silly, fantastical creatures. Solve puzzles to get them to do cool and cute poses and play mini games. No, I just like the lake. I just like the lake, Ignacio. Okay? Enough. Well, I'm talking to yeah. Cal. No. Cal I just like just the lake, Cal too. Ignacio. Enough. He said, he said what he wanted to mention. <laughs> My God. Ubisoft forward. <laughs> Let me go through the things that were announced here. Very little. But big things. Um, mm. Far Cry 6 DLC. Werewolves Within movie trailer. That movie had um, Milana Vaintrub, AT&T commercial girl. Very beautiful. Um, let me see here. What else? Assassin's Creed Valhalla, The Siege of Paris DLC. I gotta get back, I gotta get back in that game. Um, Just Dance 2022. Rainbow Six Siege getting crossplay and cross-progression. Riders Republic release date announced September 2nd. That game looks freaking awesome. Uh, Rocksmith mm -hmm. Plus subscription, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction yeah. gameplay trailer and release date revealed, and Mario Rabbid Sparks of Hope revealed, and finally Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Finally, the Avatar game we've been hearing about for so long has finally been mm -hmm. revealed for a release year of 2022. We don't know when exactly. Also, next gen. Only next gen. Bully Only next gen. gen, yes. So yeah. I want this to be a third-person action-adventure game, but it seems like it might be first-person. Do you guys think it's going to be first-person? To me, it looked third-person. It looked third-person to you? Yeah. It's because there was some parts in the trailer. Know, we really yeah, we don't know, know. yet. It, some parts in the trailer, it looks like they emphasize yeah. seeing through a character's eyes. So I don't know if uh, that mm. meant anything, but... Mm. Uh, uh, we'll see. It was just a mm -hmm. it was just a trailer, just a trailer in engine, but not gameplay. Mm -hmm. So that's what we got from the Ubisoft forward. Um, what's yep. up next? Devolver. Oh wait, we're oh, we not yeah, going to talk about the game. Oh, on, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually do. I, I don't know I, why I was moving was forward. Great presentation. <laughs> I. I, I, I I thought this was a great presentation. I think they said what they needed to say and moved on, but they still managed to have like very small snippets of like, hey, let's talk to the let's talk to the developer and get yeah. like a, a, a short, you know, bit of info on that thing. Um, I I'm not super into Rainbow Six. But that gameplay looked really neat. I liked the style. Yeah, it looked really cool. Um, so is that what quarantine is yeah. now? Yes, that that was Rainbow Six Quarantine. It's now Rainbow Six Extraction. Extraction. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that that looked really neat. Uh, mm -hmm. Rocksmith is a thing. I think there's like a a newer generation of people that don't really know that this is a thing. That it like it's like it hey, is? you liked. Guitar Hero, this has been around for a while, but this will actually teach you to play guitar. And it is like impressive that. how they are still supporting Rocksmith. Rocksmith is a game that I never hear about it, but I'm guessing yeah. people still play it because it, it has that cool thing where it isn't a game per se, yeah. it isn't like Guitar Hero. Yeah. It is more of a tool to learn 
to play guitar and you can actually use your own guitar and hook it, hook it up to the game. And you yeah, because I don't think that. they think of it as a game. I think they think of it as more of like a service that they have. It is a, you know, yeah, it is more of a tool yeah. for them for it's learning. Cool. What did you guys think of Writer's Republic? I love that game. <laughs> that cool. game looks awesome. Looked pretty cool. I, yeah, I don't know what I thought that game was, but this was not what I thought it was, and I was like, oh, I yeah, that it... looks kind of cool, actually. Actually, I thought it was gonna be more of a steep game. So that's steep... what I thought. Yeah. It's main thing was that you were at this mountain and you could choose to go down either as king, uh, wingsuit, or like stuff like that. Open world snowboarding game. Yeah. But this that, looked yeah. more like Tony Hawk's mixed with like the, uh, what's the, what was that snowboarding game that was on PlayStation SSX. 2? Yes. SSX. SSX. That one. Yeah. It, it, it looked like a mix of those kind well, of it looked, a little bit more it was, than i was expecting yeah it looked more of a competition game that i thought it was gonna be they showed it basically like you being in an arena and you were snowboarding and making doing tricks against another team yeah well, we racked up the most points yeah. against everyone yeah and then they showed uh a wingsuit race going through the mountains they showed these uh bike race but the bikes had these uh like jets <laughs> that would shoot you mm. forward yeah uh what does it they show it's it, uh, to me it a drone seems race? like they probably could have released like they probably could have released these segments like on their own as like a here here's a like 20 dollar game like knockout city you know, do all that stuff, but it's like a bunch of them combined. It's like, hey, here's a snowboarding game, here's a squirrel suit game, here's this, here's that, yeah. you know. This is this is what I wanted Steep to be. Uh and I feel like Steep seems mm. like Steep seems like sort of a demo for this game. Um this is just yeah. uh Steep was the testing ground for it and then now they've made what they wanted to make with that with that sort of a uh, kind of game. And it just looks so freaking fun to play, you know, just, mm -hmm. uh, I like the open world hub sort of, uh, where you, uh, have this main location with all the other players around too. Um, you can just hop in there with your friends and be like, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to go do this or that, or you want to wing glide? You want to like, it seems that it has that, that cool sort of vibe where you can just go in there and, and decide what you want to do with your friends rather than just being in a little lobby and then being like, yeah. let's go into this game mode or whatever. So it looks awesome. I'm, I'm glad it's finally coming out. So, so that, that, that was great. Ooh, um, I, I didn't know that they, the Far Cry stuff. So I watched the trailer. It wasn't much of a trailer. It was like a cinematic of the yeah. game, which yeah. was pretty cool. But I didn't know that they also announced that for the season pass, you will be able to play as the villains from previous games in the series. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. But they also announced that the season pass will also include Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Yeah, so it looked like the season pass DLC... Again, we don't know exactly what it is, but yeah, it looks like each of the past villains, you can play some kind of like story or vignette like in hell with them like uh -huh. it, like you say yeah. yeah they're they're all dead or something and so it's this like torturous 
that like twisted thing that you're playing there so interesting stuff did, did you guys have thoughts on mario and rabbits I, I have a thought on on far cry sequel 6 now? still um does this game okay, cool. not Go look as up to par as you guys think it should with that trailer that we saw at cinematic i feel like it looked a little off like the the graphics themselves like the game doesn't look like oh, i guess i didn't pay much much attention to the trailer itself to notice i was also seeing people online say that that it looked a little not as great I, as it I should heard people saying that specifically to uh john carlo esposito yeah but i kind of chalked that up to like well we we know what he looks like in real life so to see him like as a computerized like 3d model there is that like strange uncanny valley yeah. thing that's happening there so it might be a little bit of that whereas like the other characters don't really know them from stuff right mm -hmm. uh, it's just like I, sure that's sally oh. good old sally i see you know <laughs> so uh i did I, I mean that was my with thought, uh with mario rabbits i didn't uh i haven't played the first one um, so I don't really have anything to go into for this one, but it, it looks it looks interesting. It looks pretty wild. It did it did look good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've only seen some screens of the new Mario Rabbids because I didn't watch through all of it, all of the presentation. But yeah, I enjoyed Mario Rabbids back in the day. I never finished it, but I did really enjoy it. And seeing the captures that I, I that I saw, it, it looks like a good sequel which it leaked it leaked Maybe it, it, the announcement people. leaked by the way in the morning uh like a few yeah. hours before that <laughs> it did but, uh uh so funny that you uh, always <laughs> there are announcements always, always get leaked uh, sp but this time it was the intent speaking of the uh, speaking of leaks actually as well um apparently we've been hearing that uh back for blood is coming to game pass um so and Yakuza like and a Yakuza dragon, like a dragon. yeah. Too. Um, those are rumors. Those are rumors, but I'll take that with a grain of salt. We will if yeah. I mean, every Yakuza game is. So if they confirm that, you most well likely will confirm it uh, at the Microsoft conference. So we'll probably know by then. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Okay, Gino. We can move on finally. Okay. Yeah. I geez, didn't want to move uh, on. I just thought we were just so going much. through them. I thought we were just going through them. We spent so much time with the Coke one and I don't you move forward from Ubisoft. My apologies. I absolutely Gee. despise Ubisoft. Um Devolver Digital. We got Did you guys watch this one? No. <laughs> this one was wild, man. I know that they're they always they're always wild. Yeah, apparently it was a really cool yeah. conference well, like, itself. Yeah, like it was a really cool showcase. Yeah, well they yeah, they I mean they they do their whole like story thing and it was really Good. it was really funny uh but yeah, yeah the watching. actual games that they showed off were wonderful they started out really strong uh with this game called trek to yomi okay. uh which is launching in 2022 uh this is a like a side scrolling i think it's side scrolling i i don't know exactly but it's a, like a samurai game you know the uh yeah it is kurosawa mode in uh whatchamacallit the playstation 5 exclusive it's like that but that is the look of the entire game it looks yeah it kind of awesome it looks, it, so it looks like a 
it looks like Ghost Ghost of Tsushima if it were uh, uh 2D or not 2D but side scrolling. And yeah, with the Kurosawa mode. This on. looks awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, cool. this looks really cool. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have watched this. Oh my god, yeah. This looks great. Look yeah. at that. Trek Tiomi. Um yeah. after Trek Tiomi, we got Wizard with a Gun, which is an awesome title for a game. Uh it's like a co-op survival game. So did you guys see this one? Did you like this one, Kyle? Uh, n- n- didn't really stick with didn't me. You? Okay. No. Uh, what's up next? Uh, Inscription, a card-playing horror game from the Pony Island creator. That's cool. Um, get more Devolver with Devolver Tumble Time. What is this? Is this a game or is it? Oh, this is a game. Devolver Tumble Time. Yeah. Okay. It's a physics-based puzzle mobile g- game. Uh features characters from the entire Devolver library and will be completely free to play later this year. I see. And they say, well, sort of. Okay. I don't really know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they showed gameplay. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, it, it looked like one of those games where you have to, like, match things or, like, rhinestone where you're, like, making mm-hmm. a, pa- a pa- path and all of that stuff, but I don't know exactly. Okay. Uh, we also got Demon Throttle, which is a physical exclusive. You can only get if you buy what? the box set of Demon. Developers of God of Battle, Donnie Soft comes on you. You can only get if you buy the physical box set, Demon Throttle. Okay. Uh, so you damn. only have to buy it physically. It it looks like cool. Can- yeah. So th- this game, it looks like a like an old eight or sixteen bit yeah. game. It sounds like it too. Uh, not my style, but I, it's something that I really like about the video game, uh, just the video game industry as a whole is like, we, we, we stick to and go back to old styles like this. So they're timeless. A bit of, uh, reminds me a lot of the Zelda... Link to the past bosses, but yeah. this time you can shoot them. Cool. Um, yeah. We also got uh, Death's Door release date. This game looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were really excited about that. That's coming out July 20th. July 20th. Very, very soon here. We go for Series S. All the Xboxes and PC. And PC. Yeah. Oh, so PlayStation sounds cool. Oh, and it's an Xbox. Interesting. Okay, um, we also got Phantom Abyss, which is coming to early access. They had a showcase for just this game, I think, a while ago. No, they showed Phantom I Abyss. Don't remember. Um, so that's like a it's a massive multiplayer game, which throws players into procedurally yeah. generated temples to retrieve sacred oh, yeah, relics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. I did not know it was massive multiplayer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it looks. Again, it looks like a Mirror's Edge kind of game, but it is more obstacle-based. I don't know if you can full run or not, but it is more obstacle-based, where the wall, the floor will go, will fall, or spikes from the floor, or these maces come swinging by, which you have to avoid, and you have to collect treasure. Cool, cool. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, we got Shadow Warrior Three is back. So we're getting mm-hmm. Shadow Warrior 3. Um, was there a release date? It returns later this year. It just says later this year, but no release date, I think. I don't know. 
Um, and that's all we got for Devolver Digital. Anything? That was looks like a pretty solid showcase. Yeah, yeah. They usually um, always have good, good showcases in general. They they mm-hmm. make a show of it. They make it a legitimate show. All right, do we move on to the last yeah. one that we can talk about here? Let's move it on. Fine, we can move on. Okay, Gearbox. I did not watch this one at all. Um, because I started. It started. So it started with uh. Randy Pitchford showing us the set of Borderlands, but not showing us anything. <laughs> so, yeah, this one wasn't great either. Um, oh. There, I there wasn't really much that was memorable. It was a lot of Borderlands stuff. It was more Tiny Tina's. Yeah. Uh, they had another <laughs> game, um, Homeworld Three, which is in production. Instead of showing that all at once, they broke it off into like three segments so they showed it like three times it was strange um and then they tried to have like a similar to what bethesda used to do where they would like do like a video where it was like welcome to gearbox campus here we have blah 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 blah. and it was like we're all gamers yeah yeah it was it was kind of strange um and then randy pitchford being randy pitchford without really being randy pitchford if you know what i mean you know um, so that was a thing we got to see more of tribes of midgard there was a little bit of developer commentary on that yeah godfall coming to godfall ps4, coming to Didn't see PS4 that one yeah. that's weird coming back yeah, to I, ps4 yeah they, they legitimately have like four five th- th- things on this an update to the yeah. behind the scenes movie tiny tina's wonderland homeworld more tiny tribes tina. of midgard and god yeah that's the wait, so this is the third of your the third time we see tiny tiny tina's yeah yeah yep then they didn't show anything new <laughs> that's weird like why they do so uh, that's funny um but yeah uh, and we're getting also a dlc for godfall fire and darkness expansion um, it's a cool game. I go. wish they, I don't know, man. They should have, they should have done more for that game because it, it was really cool. Um, but that's it. That's all we got for Gearbox. Oh, well. Not too much. And that is all we have seen uh, so far, my friends. Almost. Let me go back. Oh yeah, Netflix. Real quick, the uh, the, yeah, right. the Netflix Geeks Week uh thing. Netflix has been doing their own week of like showcases. Which I actually think is a really neat idea. I know Disney kind of has D23 with all that stuff. I would kind of like to see more like movie studios and stuff do something like E3. Like this. Like this Netflix Geek Week. But they had one day in particular that focused on all of their video game stuff. Jeff Keely got to help co-host it, uh, but we got to see a new clip of the League of Legends. A new clip of the League of Legends anime called Arcane, which is supposedly being made by Riot themselves. That art looked amazing. Yeah, they make really incredible cinematics already. So. Makes sense that they can yeah, make a show. It looked real good. We got an exclusive 
clip of the Cuphead show, and they announced that Wayne Brady is voicing King Dice. Uh, so if you want to go see a clip of that, it's out there. Splinter Cell is getting an anime, <laughs> and we've gotten our first image, and God, another, I hate it. <laughs> another uh, three, another piece of content with that, some features that's not I just want a game. Sakeem. I'm 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 one of the biggest Splinter Cell fans. Please just give me a game. Anything. What yeah, what do I have to do? <laughs> this is the biggest uh, <sighs> uh example of a company ignoring the audience I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, just be like that's the thing. Are you they guys. ignoring the audience or are they ignoring ignoring the vocal it's, it's probably vocal minority because it is a stealth gay game, which is yeah, already a niche genre. I don't remember honest, a lot of people. I don't remember a lot of people talking about Blacklist. I loved Blacklist. I mean, it it was, it was, it, it was good. I loved. I it. enjoyed it. It was not their best. You you have to go back to like Chaos Harry and stuff. That game was amazing. Uh, and then they kind of went off the rails and was like, what if it's not a stealth game? It's more of an action game. And we're like, but that's not, <laughs> that's not Splinter Cell. That's not Splinter yeah. Cell. Like, uh, what, what is going on here? I digress. Uh, next up, we got uh, Ubisoft announced some more stuff. They announced that they announced that Adi Shankar is making Captain Laserhawk, um, which is kind of based off of Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Um, it is this like creative reinterpretation, so to speak, side story thing. I don't really know exactly what it is exactly, um, but this is the guy that made all those bootleg fan films and stuff. If you've seen the like Power Rangers one or that Venom one. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. the Punisher uh, one, uh, where he's at the laundromat and stuff like that. Those were all really, really neat. Uh, and then they also announced that a Far Cry anime is coming. But that's it. That's all they, they said of that. Uh, and then last but not least, they uh, revealed the cast of the live-action Resident Resident Evil show, and Lance Reddick is playing. So they have they have a movie, and now a show and an anime movie, right? So they have those three things. They have a lot. No, the movie is animated. No, but they also have a movie, right? A live action movie. In the words, yeah, right? I'm pretty you sure do. I do. Let me check. I I think that's this show. What, no, the know. show is animated. The movie is also animated. No. Well, this is a live. That's action a live thing, action movie that they just. Oh. Uh, show. I mean that they just. Didn't read that part. Um, so it, is is this a new thing? Apparently. I don't know. I'm not a Resident Evil fan. MC Fixer, help okay, us. Okay, it's just this. So this is a live action series. This is what I'm thinking of. That they that they announced it was the series, okay. and then the the other one the one with Jill and Leon is not with Jill with Claire and Leon yeah. is a is a movie. It's an animated movie. I, 
Sure. <laughs> no, didn't we see recently one that it's them at the White House? Damn it, Ignacio! It's a live action. It's a not a live action. It's an animated movie. Wait, so, no, we have that one. We have the one that's combining no, Resident Evil 1 and 2. Oh, okay, here we go. Here Is we go, here we go. Action? On Looper.com. Among the current and upcoming Resident Evil projects, there's Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, a live-action remake I, of the class... Live-action live action. remake of the classic 2002 film Resident Evil. And then there's Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, a CGI animated series from Netflix that will follow fan favorite characters Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. Yeah. And then now this one, which is a show. If that was it, Netflix is also this currently working on a live action Resident Evil TV yeah. show. There you go. TV series. Okay, cool, cool, cool. There you go. God. There you go. That's that. That so was the three. Netflix Geek Week stuff. Uh, much, also, Carl. But... Uh, when you were talking about Adam Schenker, you went into the bootleg stuff. He's also the guy that made Castlevania for Netflix. Yes, yes. Which I think is more important for this. There you go. There you go. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's that. On all of that. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna switch to the new and notable thing, but there's not much. I'm just gonna go ahead and play the jingle. <laughs> Next gen versions of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order are out now. You can go get them and replay that game and have a lot of fun. There you go. What's uh, interesting yeah. about that one that I want to give a shout out to Respawn and EA is that apparently you do not have to do the save transfer thing that you had to do with Final Fantasy. And wow, Marvel, good. That's uh, great. Avengers. Why can't they all do it? Apparently, so that begs the question: Why did Square Enix didn't do that? I have no idea. Who knows? Maybe it's the way the game is made. But apparently, it can be done. It can be yeah. done. The other one, last but not least, here in new and notable, uh, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two has been announced. Oh yeah! If you are a Battlefield <laughs> fan. Uh, they announced that one, and uh, game looks awesome. There you go. Uh, Ignacio just put down that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot Trunks, the Warrior of Hope DLC out now. Go get it. Go play go it. Go get it, indeed. Go support them. There you go. That's it. Uh, let's get on to our lightning round, which is also very short this week. So here we go. <laughs> Okay, so first up, we have the ESRB rates the medium for PS5. So if you do not know, the medium was the Xbox Series exclusive game that came out earlier this year. Dead game. It was one of their biggest, one of their biggest uh, <laughs> exclusive games that they were pushing. And so yeah, it has been rated for PS5. Which is interesting. Again, that was the first, the exclusive game that they were pushing. So it might probably be coming to the PS5. Next up, Overwatch now supports crossplay on PC and console. So if you are interested in what Overwatch, that's good news for you. And finally play with more people. Uh... Here we have a kind of like a three. I'm tired of these aim assists, crossplay people. 
freaking aim assist with their guns and shit on Overwatch now. They're getting an aim assist oh, while swinging Reinhardt's hammer. Like, what the heck, dude? That's, I know, uh, man. Like, that's I know. so unfair. Every time that that happens to me, I, I'm telling myself, man, if I wouldn't have yeah. didn't have this yeah. ability. It's you know, so man, terrible. I, 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 like, I don't want to go against PC players that have the absolute cracked aim with freaking Ash. You know what I mean? Why would they do such a thing to man. me? Well, they do something. The amount of times that I've said, man, Ash, catch him, shouldn't yeah, be here. Exactly. Yeah. Dead game. Uh, next up. <laughs> Next up, like I said, it is kind of like a three-part thing. So Phil Spencer had this interview uh, where he first talked about how they are bringing Game Pass to more devices. So they are apparently in talks with TV manufacturers and seeing a way to bring uh, the X Cloud service to TVs. So in that ah. way, you wouldn't necessarily need a console to play your and games. You would just play it on my rope and, and your fret and your and awesome. your Kenmores. Yeah, I don't know Frigidaires. Oh, yeah. Right. I don't know. Your pelotons. Uh, so yeah, that, that, <laughs> they don't want your pelotons. <laughs> your sure, yeah. That, that's your what Tesla's. Your Samsung Fiji's. But yeah. Uh, Cool, this is, just goes to show you how they keep being committed to this idea that uh, they want to bring Xbox everywhere, which in a way I feel is devaluing their console, which brings us to their next one. According to Phil Spencer, they are still developing new consoles. Oh. Why? So, kind of a weird one. No idea. Hope they know what they're doing, but they for well, sure well, give you, a, the, giving you less and less incentive to play your. In the one game. thing I'll say with that is, it, maybe if they start development on a newer version of their the their current stuff, then maybe in like three, four, five years, we can get that like Xbox Series X Pro. Right here's that one, or a sl a slim or something. Right here's one that can actually fit in your entertainment system, stuff like that. Uh, it gives me more of the vibes that they're working on the next step of it. Either uh, like you said, like a Series X. I have a perfect idea. Version I have of a it perfect idea. The next one. They start making TVs with the X Cloud in Ooh. them. Going straight TV. against Sony's. Turf. Yeah, Sony's so now they're TV, yeah. going past Sony yeah. and then making Microsoft TVs with the xCloud service on them, with the Game Pass service on them, and that's their console. That's what it is. I mean, it, it, it would be wild if we saw it X, on XTV. XTV. Right? Maybe they could, they could do that. Microsoft they buys could. out Roku. That'd be freaking awesome. I think that's a great idea. Like I think... Like, I think I'm really onto something there, guys. You don't think so? Like, that's really something. No? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, also, Phil kept talking about how they want to... Like, they want Game Pass to be available worldwide or Xbox to be for people worldwide. He keep insinuating worldwide, which is interesting because Xbox is still only available in, in certain countries. It's coming to some more countries soon, but still, it's not like you can play it everywhere. 
And then the final one, Phil Spencer throws shade at PlayStation. <laughs> More specifically, their policy with premium games to PC. So Phil Spencer mentioned how it is it isn't good how some people bring their old games to PC and still make you pay for games. Again. Damn! What an asshole, dude. And so that's so what obviously an asshole. A, he wants to freaking square that's up. That's obviously a, uh, he wants to. It's fate on sight with Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan. You know what I mean? They're yeah. gonna see each other. They're gonna fight immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's for that's it for Philly. And the last one that we have here, Fallout seventy six, is ditching its battle royale mode. I didn't know they were making one. <laughs> I think it was already. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Damn. Yeah. That's tough. I don't know. You know which battle yeah, royale I'm excited yeah. for? Naraka Blade Point. You would have seen it by now. By the time you're listening to this, it's early Sunday morning. They're announcing, uh, they're showing a Naraka Blade Point gameplay. Um, if you're a real gamer, you know what. Are you predicting it, or do you no, know No, no, anything? no. No, like, it's, uh, it's on the list for E3. Okay. Naraka Blade Point Showcase. I don't know why specific for that game, but I guess they have a lot to show. I don't know. Okay, there mm-hmm. you go. There you go. Uh, well, that wraps up all of the news and all that stuff. The lightning round, all of that that jazz. Uh, Gino, we still got a lot of conferences. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, we do. Uh, is there a certain thing you're looking forward to the most? I am waiting for them to announce, um, Kingdoms of Amalur 2, is what I want to see. Kingdoms of Amalur 2, I also want to see, um, I want PlayStation to have their own mini fridge. So, hoping we get a state of play. Anything that's like, maybe more realistic? Square Enix, dude. <laughs> just Square Enix in general. I'm just excited. I, I'm hoping uh, we're going to see Final Fantasy 16 uh, gameplay for now. Um, I think... I, 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 I continue to have the belief that that game is further along than we think it is. And uh, uh, hopefully that's proven to me with this conference that it is. Um, if not, then at the very least a new trailer with a release year. Because I don't think we have a release year even. So, um, we get that. I'm excited to see Babylon's Fall, uh, which is another game, uh, it, which is interesting to me because Babylon's Fall and Forspoken look pretty similar. They look like the same kind of game. Um, so I feel like a lot of people are going to confuse okay. those games, but they both look freaking awesome. Babylon's Fall, I, I feel it is going to come out soon. I think that one's pretty soon. Uh, uh, sometime, I, I'm going to give that one like a September release, Babylon's Fall. Um, so we're going to okay. see that, uh, and then, uh, f- that Final Fantasy Origins rumored game is something I'm excited to see that might be one of their tentpole games. So I feel like that might be a, and okay. lastly, and there we go. And we see that. So I'm excited for all that stuff. There we to- go. Ignacio, what about you? What are you looking forward to most this week? Well, sticking to the Square Enix stuff, I'm interested to see if they're going to show anything for 7 Remake Part 2. If they are going to show anything Kingdom Hearts, we could very well do that. Uh, the If they are going to show the Final Fantasy game that is a combination of the original one, uh, 
Dirt of Cerberus, uh, Crisis oh, Core. Oh, the mobile one. In a different yeah. style. I hope that they show that one if they give it a release date. Um, and then for more general stuff, I'm interested to see what Bethesda's conference will look like. If it's going to yeah. be just Microsoft stuff, or are we going to see Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo there? Since they are going to be time exclusive for oh, yeah. the PS5. Um, I mean, of course, Bandai. Let's see if they do anything Dragon Ball there. Or even, man, show us Digimon Survive. Show us that it, it is doing good. Please. Okay. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Bethesda does as well. Uh, I, I, that it just, it's, it's an interesting situation for them, having just been bought by uh, Microsoft. So hopefully we'll see some more of Starfield, stuff like that. Uh, I'm interested to see what Nintendo has cooking. They they have a lot of stuff that we don't know about yet. Uh, and that Nintendo Switch Pro never really got announced. No, it didn't. Maybe they'll announce it after. No, they're gonna announce it. They're gonna know. announce it. Watch, you'll see. They, I mean, we'll see. They might. Who knows? Yep. They did say they they wouldn't, but they might. <laughs> Uh, Gino, where can they find you online? You can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore V Terry and on Reddit at Final Fantasy 14 fan. Um, R underscore, I forgot what it is. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Whatever. Ignacio, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Ignas Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. There you go. Find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, uh, we are at the Whatnots on, twi on Twitter. Let's go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with all that stuff. We'll be back next week here on Crossplay with some more E3 coverage, more Summer Games Fest coverage, more conferences, more video games. Heck yeah, dude. And all of that good, good stuff. Until next time, guys. Bye. See ya.